0: So good to have you on the show this morning. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 and 88 right across Australia. And a special welcome this morning to all of our delayed feed listeners. Of course, if you'd like to listen to the live broadcast, you can listen to us live on faithfm.com.au or on your TuneIn app. Simply download the TuneIn app and look for Faith FM Australia and you can listen to us live right there, which of course is always the best way. So we encourage you to do that, if at all possible. Of course, coming up on today's show, oh, I should introduce, I have Christopher with me today. Hello, everyone. My name's Christopher. I'm a new host here for a little while. Yes. In fact, uh, Christopher's going to be here for the next uh, couple of weeks, and... Uh, yeah, your, your first day today Are you excited about being on radio? First day on the job First day
1: on live radio, so let's see I'm ready, I'm ready to have fun, I'm ready to see uh, What we've got in store for today So I'm excited. And of course you do have some Experience with,
0: yeah, a similar kind
1: of thing, you've been doing A podcast for a while. Yeah, I've got a bit of a podcast The beauty of podcasting though is You get to edit it, so <laughs> we'll see Where today goes, hey?
0: Okay, so we're going to get to know More about Christopher as the Program progresses But at this particular time we uh, Need to remind you of our numbers if you would like to give us a call send us a question through or so forth 1-800-324-843 and we will answer your question right here on the radio Um, or text us on 0491-064-669 and of course if you listen to the live feed Uh, you can then, of course, call us up live and talk to us live on air, which is even way more fun and exciting. That's right. That's definitely the best way. Okay, so coming up on today's show, what have we
1: got coming up, Christopher? We have Love Matters with Neil Thompson. We've got some pretty interesting Bible topics that we're going to look at as well. Mm, What are we going to be talking about? We're going to be looking at death. Now, it it seems a bit morbid, but we're going to be looking at the bright side, the hopeful side of it or well, we'll see if we can learn something new today
0: mm, fantastic always like to learn something new from the bible we might even have a discussion about the witch of endor Ooh, why not it's a breakfast show <laughs> <laughs> we'll have fun okay so we've got that coming up of course there's a uh, interview adele is doing a uh, we'll be doing an interview with david stojic and he's going to be talking to us about our relationships and our mental health and. Uh, Yeah, all of those kind of things Which is such a relevant subject today We're going to be uh, talking about the news We always like to find a couple of stories in the news That we're going to be able to share with you In a more in-depth discussion From a biblical perspective Friends, you're listening to Faith FM We enjoy your company And we look forward to you To to enjoying your company more (laughs) As we go through the rest of today's program so, Christopher, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, yeah. W- tell us a little bit about yourself. What are, you, what, what are you doing with yourself at the moment?
1: Okay, well, as we speak right now, I'm quite tired. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> earlier morning than what you are used
1: to? Well, uh, so at the moment I'm actually studying at college Um, Well, we're beginning to go back to it in just a few weeks And so when I'm at college I'm used to waking up quite early to start off the day and get ready to go Ah, to morning classes I see what's happening
0: here You've had an extensive break, haven't you? Exactly And so
1: (laughs) when the break rolls around and I'm exhausted from staying up, there's late nights and assessments and everything I come back and I just, I'm out, I'm out every morning As I sleep in, the whole family's gone and I wake up to an empty household And so then, now here I am. (laughs) Here I am early. But you know what? I'm happy because, if anything, I think this is going to progressively help me get back into my. Probably better sleeping habits
0: of waking up at an earlier time. It'll be an easier transition back into college now. So Now, now Christopher, you do know that the morning is the best part of the day, right? I have heard that, however, yes. comma. I've also heard that for some <laughs> people, night people, uh, it,
1: for night hours, they may be more productive at night time purely because they do more. A lot of people I've heard wake up in the morning but don't do anything with that productive time. Yeah, so
0: there's owls and there's fowls. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fowls like to get up early and the owls like to stay up late. But the simple reality is that you can be either an owl or a fowl. It is a decision. That's it It's what you train your body for That's true, that's true And uh, by the time you start your college When, when do you go back to college? Uh, only about in a week or two Okay, a week or two's time You will be well trained back into your college schedule Of getting up early and studying hard that's We're going to make it. you study hard in preparation for I really the should pick a
1: side I keep switching between the two I should, <laughs> <I> <laughs> That's should right, pick one Stick with
0: one Pick one and stick with it and, and of course, what are you studying at college? I'm studying a Bachelor in Ministry and Theology Fantastic So you're going to go into ministry Ministry and do the kind of stuff that I'm doing, and what better place to be doing ministry than right here on Faith FM? Of course, here you get to speak to the whole whole, right across Australia. That's amazing. um, You don't get a bigger ministry opportunity than that. We're going to be back in just a moment with. Do you play the trumpet, trombone,
2: flute, clarinet, or any other brass or woodwind instrument? The Adelaide Advent Band is a concert band for brass and woodwind musicians who like playing gospel music as well as a variety of secular and Christmas music. If you're looking for a way to use your musical talents, or even if you want to learn from scratch, we'd love you to join us. Rehearsals are held at Trinity Gardens each Tuesday at 7.30pm. And for further inquiries, call John on 0427 032 That's 0427 032
3: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
2: so fearfully wonderfully made somehow you forgot along the way knitted together by my hands swept away by the world's demands you are so fearfully wonderfully made somehow you forgot along the way knitted together by my hands swept Way by the world's demands, and I have called you by.
0: I've been listening to Anna Beden with the song Knitted here on Faith FM and it is The Breakfast Show with Lyle and Christopher this morning. I nearly said Lyle and Nick because I've been saying that for the last few mornings but uh, make sure I do introduce the right person who is sitting in the seat opposite me. Okay, so a couple of things we, we're going to talk about today. We're going to start off with the uh, the whole subject of uh, Barnaby Joyce. Should we? Is this something we should? Do you think we should even be talking about Barnaby Joyce and and, and his um, affairs and so forth? Well, uh, should it even be in the news or not? Or should we just leave this into his private life or or uh, is, what? What are your thoughts on this one, Christopher?
1: Well, that is part of the interesting debate, isn't it? Because there seems to be a lot of people even. Just saying that question, is that really something we should be talking about? You know, how would we like it were uh, somebody to come into our private life and expose things that we didn't want?
0: And spread it all over the news yeah, and the media. Yeah,
1: they, they haven't exactly so done it subtly
0: either, yeah. So... And it's been going on for days and days and days now. And you're sort of starting to go, when are we going to stop talking about, yeah, about Barney Barnaby Joyce, Joyce. And, his, <laughs> and his affairs? You know? Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the Bill Clinton days when, uh, when he had an affair. I'm showing my age now, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that went on for months and mm. months and months.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there's... Uh, Barnaby Joyce is in an interesting position being a government official. Uh, I think the Australian people... To quite a large extent Expect some transparency From those who are in government Who are Mm -hmm. leading from them And Mm -hmm. so I think that um, Barnaby Joyce In a lot of the interviews uh, Keeps referring to the fact He says um, uh, You know I don't think the the Australian people Really are falling for the 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 tabloid sort of stuff That the media are peddling But then I think to myself Well People read the tabloids Like those (laughs) things sell You know I think um,
0: He might be deceiving himself here
1: Yeah I think Maybe he has too much or too little faith in Australia, either either one of those. But the, um, the Australian people, uh, you know, are interested in what their uh, government officials do. And so I think there yeah. sh- should be a level of transparency to a degree, yeah. Uh,
0: well, uh, there's a, there's another aspect to this as well that I need to bring up, and that is there is a very... Tragic circumstance that is happening, mm. and we need to not miss the tragedy of it, and we need to keep Barnaby Joyce in our prayers and his family for sure. Because yeah. our whole family is being ripped apart publicly across the whole of Australia mm. and, and, and possibly other parts of the world as well, um, which would be a horrific thing for anyone to go through. Really, you know, I really yeah. feel for uh, you know for his wife. They say it two, takes two to make a marriage; it takes two to break one as well. We don't know any of the circumstances behind this at all. Mm. Um, I think there is a lot of blame. Going on being hurled either direction and you always have that in a in, in, in that is always part of the tragedy of a marriage that breaks up of course there are children that are involved mm. um, one child that is not yet born and so there's a very um, you know, there, there's a lot of very sad circumstances that are happening here at this time yeah as
1: well. I often feel whenever I see celebrities in the news I always do feel for their family I remember last year um, do you remember the Kathy Griffin incident where she did like a big uh, photo shoot and in uh, during her shoot she actually held up like a it was a fake model but a fake model of a severed head of donald trump mm. and donald trump's uh youngest boy turned on the news and he had no idea this was fake all, he, all, yeah, he all this he's all he saw was his scary kid. image yeah, yeah and he was convinced it was real and people had to come in and like calm him down and tell him you know this is fake it's don't worry don't panic but yeah i mm. think it's really mm. easy to um Continue to put blame or talk yeah, about to, one person. Yeah, to assassinate person.
0: somebody yeah. unnecessarily.
1: Yeah, and then not take into consideration the, the people that they're close to, you know, their inner circle of friends who kind of get put in the crossfires, mm. even though mm. they really didn't have much to do with it. So, yeah, I fully agree with that as well.
0: Yeah, well, there's a couple of thoughts, a couple of points I'd like to bring out. And the first one is that we have had many uh, immoral people in power who have done a good job. Mm. So the first question in a lot of people's minds is, okay, all right, he's done some things here that uh, appear to us to be very moral, and uh, that's a terrible thing, but can he run the country? Mm. And that should be, for our politicians, that should be the first thing that is on our mind is, can they run the country, and we can look back through history and see people like Winston Churchill and others, and we would say, yeah, they're pretty immoral people and they did some terrible things in their life, but he did stand up against Adolf Hitler, and we're kind of glad that he did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The question that goes beside that is wouldn't he have done an infinitely better job of standing up against Adolf Hitler if he had been a moral person? Mm. And so morality is always something that, you know, obviously it's founded, Christian morality is founded in the Bible and, you know, makes a person a better person. Mm. Having good solid morals is never a bad thing. There's some other issues that it raises though. Um, the first the first question that goes in my mind is okay. Um, he's had an affair, not an uncommon thing in our world today, but it shows a degree of deception. Mm. There is deception within his family. And do we want to have somebody in power who is prepared to deceive their wife and their children? You know, this is this is a just a very valid question that goes through my mind. I'm not saying whether he's a good politician, bad politician, whatever. I'm not taking either side here. But can we trust somebody to tell us the truth about our nation if they can't tell the wife, their wife the truth about their relationship?
1: Yeah, that's the that's the real question that comes out of it, isn't it? Because it, it appears as though in the breach of trust uh, within his interpersonal relationships, uh, there's now an element of doubt. Yeah. Is there that trustworthiness? Because you'd expect him, if there there can't be complete and honest truth in his personal relationships, you go, I don't know Barnaby Joyce, I'm a stranger, you know. Why would there be that with myself?
0: (laughs) Here's another thought that that comes to my mind, and that is a question of irresponsibility. Mm. Um, We we, we expect our politicians to have a very high level of responsibility, and here we find a situation where it seems that um, he has moved – on with his relationship, he has started another family without in first informing his first family, and that to me seems to be a very irresponsible you know if, if you're going to end your marriage, then end it and move on. Don't start another family without having told everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And can we afford to have people in power who have that level of irresponsibility and it makes me ask a question in relationship to his attitudes towards the importance of the family unit. We're going to listen to Audrey Assad. You speak.
2: You liberate.
0: have been listening to Audrey Assad. You Speak, here on Faith FM. And as we come back from our music break, just a reminder about our quiz question of the day. Nobody's called through for the uh, free offer yet, which is an album by... Uh, and I've gone blank on who the album is. <laughs> Whose album are we giving away here, Christopher? I think it's right there on the table uh, in front of you. Yes, Melissa Otto. Oh, a Melissa Otto album, of there course. Of course, Melissa Otto. There we go. Okay, so... Um, here's our quiz question of the day it is a what am I question and of course our phone number is 1-800-324-843 or you can text us on 0491-064-669 Okay, quiz question for the day what am I Solomon tested himself with this to find out what is good but proved to be meaningless clue number two Proverbs 21 verse 17 tells us that the person who loves this will become poor. Yes, they will become poor if they love this. Okay, so if you want to find out how not to become poor... Some of us are already there. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to find out how not to become poor, then we need to find out what it is that we don't need, that we should not love. Give us a call, 1-800-324-843, or text us on 0491-064-669 with your answer, and we will have a prize coming your way if you can answer our quiz question for the day. Okay, so another subject that was in the news today, of course, was uh, Cyclone Gita that has just smashed through... Um, Tonga and done a tremendous amount of damage there. And that reminds me of a passage in the Bible. Oh, do share. And this one comes from Luke chapter 21. And the Bible says this there will be signs in the sun. And in the moon. Oh, wow. You should have seen the sun at my place yesterday. I'll get sidetracked here for a second. (laughs) Oh, I was, I was, it was hot. It was like 40 degrees um, out in the Hunter Valley. And uh, I was in, laying on my back in the pool, you know, it was just like washing off a little bit of um, post Faith (laughs) FM stress and staring at the sun. Which is not normally a. I was going to say, how many uh, fingers am I holding up? You've seen around there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, there was a bushfire happening, and uh, of course it had turned um, bright red, a blood red ball in Ooh, the sky. And you could cool. Yeah, you know, the sun always looks amazing when there's a bushfire around, doesn't it? Thankfully, it wasn't a bushfire that got out of control. Anyway, moving on from there, the Bible says there will be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars. On the earth there will be distress amongst the nations. We kind of see a lot of that there, don't we? Mm. And then it goes on, perplexity, with perplexity, and the sea and the waves roaring. And we see an increase in the incidents, a dramatic increase over the last 30 years in the incidence of cyclones and hurricanes across our world right now. Mm. And, of course, Gita is just another one of those. And yeah, extreme weather is something that is becoming more and more a feature of our world
1: yeah i also find it interesting uh in that passage that you just read it also talked a little bit about uh tensions to do with countries and stuff like that because man it's it's as if the, uh, you can't turn on the news without you know hearing about north korea or
0: yeah that's right no, <laughs> is north korea ever going to get out of the yeah, news
1: exactly and i feel like every day they're coming up with a new way to say like hey we got something we might drop it and everyone's like that's it guys. They're going to drop it today and then you even
0: you even get a new a, a positive news story like uh, you know, North Korea um um Kim's sister was down there at um, at, the, at the at the Olympics and 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 and, and talking about, you know, reconciliation. It's like, yeah, you know, sports bring everybody together and they're like, yeah, but no, this is not really the case. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> give us a positive story. Let's promote the positive for a change, you know? Well, I think earlier on uh,
1: in this month, wasn't it that North Korea agreed to actually have some, sit down and have some chats with South Korea. So, there does seem to be some reconciliation taking place there, as well as, uh, of course, this opportunity they've had at the Olympics. So, it has been a bit more positive, a little bit more. But
0: but imagine how perplexing it is. You know, the Bible speaks here about perplexity amongst the nations. Imagine Mm. how perplexing it is, that whole situation. You know, North Korea has their nuclear weapons. Yep. Um, If they're going to be at peace with the world, they have to get rid of them. But are they really game to do that? You know, I and, think so. And, <laughs> and if you were North Korean, be like, "Yeah, this is our one and only bargaining chip <laughs> yeah. that we have. <laughs> we don't have anything else. We don't have wealth. We don't, have, you know, the whole place is starving to death, etc." And and so it it's a very perplexing and vexing situation, mm. particularly when you throw egos into the mix. Oh yes, Kim Jong Un has got quite the ego. I'd say. Well, and what so like, Donald Trump's got quite the ego yeah. too, in my opinion. That's that's my opinion for the day. <laughs> Yeah, so the Bible says that this is what our world will look like uh, towards the end of time. Okay, in our last little segment here, last little bit of this segment, I did want to mention on this day in 1990, Voyage One space probe took a very famous photo from space Mm. it wasn't from very far away uh, by space distance it was only six billion kilometers away which in space that's like short drive yeah yeah, very very short drive (laughs) indeed (laughs) it's just down the street um probably not even out of the driveway as far (laughs) as space goes and the photo of earth came back it's called the pale blue dot and it comes back As a dot the size of one pixel Sorry, less than one pixel Less than one pixel Less than one pixel That's our Earth Our Earth is a tiny dot in space Christopher, what does that tell you about God and about Jesus Christ? Well, I mean, like, if we're really
1: that small And you think of how enormous and how big God is To have, you know, even made all of space and Earth It really is a testament to how much God loves us Like, we're so small, so insignificant And yet... God has this amazing love
0: for all of us. Uh, Absolutely imagine giving up, you know, sovereign ruler creator of the universe coming to this speck of dust because he wants to spend eternity with you we have Jaden Levick, I Need Thee
4: Steve
5: To Welcome back to Faith FM And a very good morning to all of our listeners And a good morning to Pastor David Stoich Who's one of our regular morning show guests So David, it's great to have you back again <laughs>
6: It's great to be here. Great to be here, Mm.
5: And last week you talked about the, um, the topic of the myths of forgiveness, blame and grievances reframed. I thought that was really interesting. I guess we all do have our own grievances and tend to blame others or ourselves when things go wrong. We do. And last week you shared some of the common misunderstandings and myths about forgiveness. So we learned that forgetting... Yeah, I no, only forget what is not important. Excusing, you do not have permission to do it again. Denying, I'm unwilling to face the pain of an injustice done. Condoning, that there's no excuse for bad behavior, and pardoning, that there are consequences for action, as well as reconciling, which takes two people to make it really work.
6: That's right. So none of mm. these actually is forgiveness. Mm. So we learn that that people sometimes think unless somebody apologizes, unless uh, you know, if you forgive, you know, then then uh, you know. Um, we cannot, uh, we cannot, uh, we are maybe excusing somebody mm. for doing us some injustice, or maybe we are denying reality, or we are condoning or letting somebody off the hook, and so on and so on. So, and, and maybe something that, uh, I would say this was probably the most tricky one that people think that forgiveness is reconciling. Mm. Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't happen, it,
5: sometimes it does, but not always. That's right. So, mm.
6: so, so none of these really is forgiveness.
5: Mm. I guess it's, it's interesting, you know, when you, you look at forgiveness, um, you know, there's always that sort of thing about, they say that, you know, you handcuff yourself to spend time with people that you don't want to when you're <laughs> not going to
6: forgive them. That's right. So, so really, you know, one of the great insights of forgiveness is that when we choose to forgive, when we make that conscious choice, we let ourselves off the hook mm. and when, I, when we don't forgive, uh, we are We are then basically prolonging we are left to the pain and misery
7: mm. and
6: and as you said, mm. when we don't forgive, we are in essence handcuffed uh, um, to spend a day with the person we actually don't want to be with. Mm. So, you know so we've learned that we can reframe the past and a very very kind of uh, beneficial uh, line in this whole topic of forgiveness is that forgiveness uh, is not forgetting. People say for, forget forgive and, and forgive. forgive. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, so it's not forgetting, but it's choosing to remember things in a different way. Mm. And, and um, I, I mentioned at that time just towards the end of our last uh, session mm. last week, uh, a very, very helpful work of Dr. Everett Worthington and his REACH model, uh, REACH kind of uh, acronym, where each one of these letters stands for something. Uh, the R standing for recall. We recall the hurt objectively. Mm. You know, uh, so without, taking yourself out of it almost. <laughs> that's right. Mm. Without blame and self-victimization, uh, we step away mentally mm. outside of ourself. And imagine how a third person uninvolved in the event and just looking on might perceive it. Mm. So this a bit of a mental exercise mm. we do. So R for recall. Mm. Then E for empathize. Uh, in, in the process of forgiveness, empathy is very, very important. We are trying to imagine the viewpoint of the person who wronged us. Uh, so E for empathizing. Mm. A for altruistically, think about the time you were forgiven and how that felt. So in essence, uh, We were forgiven. Therefore we we can we can (laughs) forgive. Uh, C standing for commit to doing both decisional and emotional forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So we actually make that mental commitment. We said if you don't say we will forgive, you'll never forgive. Mm. So we commit to that idea. And then once we have done this, we hold on tight to that choice of forgiving. Mm. and, And and actually that kind of takes us to different Different direction yeah. of
5: forgiveness. And from a spiritual perspective, you also mentioned the way that Christ reframed the hurt of being rejected and crucified. So, for example, in Luke twenty-three verse thirty-four, it says, "Father, forgive them, for they know do not know what they do."
6: Well, that's the ultimate
5: example
6: of forgiveness and reframing, "quote unquote," mm. which is a term used in psychology, yes. <laughs> uh, if we wish. So he truly, uh, he truly didn't think of himself. Mm. You know, he he. Um, he refrained it and said forgive them because they're ignorant Mm. yeah
5: so what interesting information do you have for us today
6: well today i would like to talk about the importance of self-talk and this topic connects well with our previous topic on blaming and grievance Mm. because there is plenty of self-talk going in this context and it's mostly negative Mm. and distorted so um, adele the modern psychology has only relatively recently discovered how important our self-talk is. And um, that discipline of psychology has come up with strategies, some strategies to help us change our self-talk when necessary. But the Bible, the Bible, Mm. this ancient uh, text text, (laughs) Mm. uh, inspired by God, uh, has been familiar with this concept for a long time. Mm. Um, Take, for example, the following text. In Psalm 14 and verse 1, the fool has said in his heart, There is no God. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, where is this self talk happening uh, with this uh, person who is labeled as a fool? Internally, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, it's not necessarily a talk to others mm. uh, or talk that others can hear, even though self talk can be uh, mm. sometimes like that. We can talk aloud. Uh, but in this instance, it's in our inner being, mm. in our self, in our heart. And um, the continuation of this verse clearly indicates, Adele, the link between such a negative self-talk and the state in which those who do it find themselves. Mm. It says there in Psalm 14, verse 1, the second half, in the first half says, "...the fool said in his heart there is no God." But the second half of the verse says, "...they are corrupt, they have done abominable works, and there is none who does good.
5: So obviously from that, you can see that there is a clear length between, uh, link, not length, it's early in the morning, I blame <laughs> that, <laughs> between self-talk and the consequences of self-talk, which is basically moral corruption and poor choices in life. Um, I think, you know, looking at the Bible, another interesting text would be found in the book of Proverbs, which has heaps of interesting texts, actually. Right. So Proverbs 23, 7-8 to 8 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says, with you. But his heart is not with you. The morsel you have eaten, you will vomit up and waste your pleasant words. Yes, interesting.
6: Uh, that's a very interesting, mm. and that, that's, particularly that that um, that first part part says. In this case, the man thinks thinks mm. rather than says uh, it in his heart. But the principle is exactly the same. Our self-talk is certainly happening both, as you said, aloud. Mm. And it also happens in our mind silently.
5: I guess, though, too, you know, even with it in our mind, it's evidenced by the way that we behave, it's still quite visible and audible in it many is, ways, too. It certainly is. So can you elaborate a little bit about self-talk and share with our listeners about how that actually all works?
6: Well, uh, I'm sure what I'll be saying is, is uh, you know, people, it will resonate with people because... We all have done it. So self-talk refers to the way we talk to ourselves, And I'll give some examples. Mm. You know, for instance, uh, people may be saying, and I'm just quoting some of these self <laughs> <Some things>, examples. <laughs> I'm not good enough for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so dull and boring. And this is why people find me invisible. I'm not pretty enough. As Casey chamber (laughs) (laughs) Chamber said In one of her songs Mm. I will never find happiness I'm too much uh, for other people And Mm. this is why they leave me out So, you know, does it sound familiar?
5: (laughs) I'm sure a lot of listeners will
6: resonate with it (laughs) Absolutely And Mm. as awful as this voice is That inner voice uh, You know, uh, there is a way of silencing it Mm. Uh, What we must first understand Is that our self-image how we see ourselves and self-esteem, how we value ourselves, mm. is actually developed by the way we speak to ourselves. Hmm,
5: Say so exercising kindness to ourselves.
6: That's right. Hmm. So, so while this, you know, sometimes people may think, well, you know, people use this negative self-talk to Mm. reduce their expectations Mm, of themselves. And it's kind of a self-protective mechanism. But in reality, it really makes things worse, not better.
5: So sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy almost. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. I think a lot of people tend to talk to themselves when they're hurting or when somebody's offended or upset them. And we learned in our previous talk about forgiveness that when we choose to get upset and go into blame mode, we give the other person power over us. And so then we take on the role of a victim. Um, But I think, you know, sometimes self-talk and constantly going over hurtful situations and going through emotional pain and problems actually prolongs it rather than helps to cure
6: it. That's exactly so, and that's that's why we have to understand this topic of of uh, of self talk, and what it does to us.
5: Well, I think you're going to have to share a lot more about this <laughs> after this song. You're listening to Faith FM.
8: Him with many crowns, the Lamb upon His throne. Hark how the heavenly anthem drowns, all music but its own. Awake, my soul, and sing of Him who died for Thee, and hail Him as Thy matchless King. Through all eternity Crown Him the Lord of love Behold His hands and sign. Rich wounds yet visible above Glorify no angel in the sky can fully bear that sight.
5: Welcome back to Faith FM. We've got Pastor David Stoichich in the studio with us this morning, and we've just been having a bit of a chat about self-talk. And before we listen to that song, we're sort of saying that, you know, people tend to talk to themselves a lot when they're hurting or when someone's hurt them. And we've learned, you know, we're talking about forgiveness, that we give people power over us when we don't forgive them and when That's we right. choose to let them control how we react to their That's behavior. Right. Yes. Um, so instead of prolonging pain, what can we do in terms of self-talk to help fix it?
6: Well, that, that's a really, really important question, and I hope by the time we finish uh, this morning that people will have at least some idea mm. of that, even though I'm sure there would be listeners who are mm. very familiar with the topic. So, let me just say this. This is, this. this is something very interesting that I have found interesting in my research. This is what we do to ourselves in general People talk to themselves at a rate of 150 to 300 words per minute, or roughly 50,000 words at times uh, a a day. Wow! Uh, So our self-talk, you know, uh, of internal thinking occurs through our mind's conscience area, and um, you may not be aware that your self-talk becomes instruction Mm. to your subconscious mind so what happens at our conscious level has a huge impact filters down really to to our subconscious Mm. mind so the main task of our subconscious mind is actually to be the servant of our conscious mind is Ah. to fulfill the orders sent to it by our conscious mind so our subconscious mind is also our personal Automatic system, what they call it, server mechanism mm-hmm. that works on our behalf non-stop. So there is no shutting down. No. So what? How we talk to ourselves is constantly sending messages to our to our subconscious mind.
5: And then that translates into how we behave and how we act. And And how we feel about ourselves, our self-image. And whether we build ourselves up or tear ourselves down.
6: Whether we forgive or blame, (laughs) or not forgive and blame.
5: So it's really powerful when you think about it, because we can't physically speak that quickly. You know, you're saying 150 to 300 words (laughs) per minute. And yet our internal dialogue, or monologue perhaps happens at that speed. And so, you know, th- those words are going from our conscious mind to our subconscious mind. And yeah. if it's the wrong message that goes in, then our subconscious mind is going to result, you know, or give some really poor results as a, cho- as a, as a cause of that. Absolutely, that's
6: correct. So let me, let me um, Adele, let me use an, an analogy here or maybe an illustration to further explain the concept of self-talk and what it does to us. I want you to imagine this and maybe our listeners mm-hmm. can imagine this, uh, um, if we imagine uh, it this way, if we can think of an ocean liner, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like, I've been to a few cruises and I love Always cruising. relaxing. <laughs> so, so, imagine this ocean line, liner cruising the sea. The ship, ship's captain yells orders to his crew, mm-hmm. but where is the crew? The crew is in, is, uh, in the hold of the ship. They are situated below the waterline, preventing Hmm. them from seeing the direction of the ship. And so you can consider the captain of the ship as your conscious mind and the crew as your subconscious mind. Hmm. So who is giving orders? Yeah. (laughs) And who is taking them? So when the captain yells at the crew to go full speed ahead, the crew obeys just as they were told, they carry out the the orders and have faith in their captain, even though they cannot really see what they are where they are heading. Mm. So they don't think of the possibility of the ship colliding with another ship or with the rocks. They don't uh, question the judgment of their captain. They merely obey. And so this is very important when you think about conscious, our conscious mind and subconscious mind, mm. because our subconscious mind doesn't controls. no, oh, yeah. it doesn't even ask. Is this true? Mm-hmm. Is it false? It just takes the order. Mm. So, so this is basically how our, our subconscious and subconscious minds work. So, if we are telling ourselves, in essence, in our negative talk, you know, things that are totally untrue about us, it just your subconscious will accept it without question we'll accept it huh. without question so that's for this reason you know if we engage in in, in, in negative self-talk uh, our subconscious mind will receive the negative mm. message and carry it out without questioning huh. so for this reason it is hugely important how we
5: talk to ourselves. very much so Bye. and and i think though too you know that sort of example that you've given about a ship's crew that's right you know if we don't have something obeying those orders the positive orders you just right. end up in some sort of terrible collision really. oh,
6: that's, that's exactly
5: so mm. that's
6: exactly so so how we talk to ourself is of great
5: importance yeah well i know i'm going to be a lot more mindful about my self-talk after hearing this <laughs> <laughs> i think i already suspect what the answer might be but let me ask you if you have any information about what percentage of our self-talk is negative as i've said I think it will be pretty high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Adele, you're right. Unfortunately, you're right.
6: I mean, you might have heard about the Pareto principle, about 80-20 principle. Ah, yes. Well, it looks like that principle applies here as well. Oh, wow. The researchers have found that the thoughts of an average person consists of 80% negativity
5: and only twenty percent positivity. Ah, that's really sad. What can we do about our negative self-talk? Is there any practical advice you can share? Well, uh, I hope. Uh,
6: I'm sure we can do plenty. So the first step uh, is to make a conscious decision to do something about your negative self-talk. And that's the very it's simple step, but is that that mindset is very important. Mm. Uh, that that we make a decision, conscious decision, uh, the change starts with a mindset that says, I can change my self-talk. Hmm. So if people just who are listening to this, if they, if they are accustomed to saying, I can't do that, you know, it just happens automatically, they are basically giving up the battle before they even hmm. start. Uh, we've got to start with this positive mindset that says, I can change. Hmm. And the second step is to replace negative self-talk by a positive self-talk. Mm. I just want to share this. I recently uh, met a lady uh, who for many years after her divorce battled with negative self-talk, mm. uh, with blaming, holding grudges, etc. And then she was finally able to reframe the past hurt and bring some genuine, genuine positives into her self-talk. Instead of blaming her ex-husband and herself, mm. she changed her self-talk and started Thanking God for the three beautiful children that she and her husband uh, uh, have. That's a really good way to reframe things. That's right. Mm. So, so she started. She she made a conscious choice to actually focus on the positive now. Were these positives there for years? Oh absolutely, but you see there is a time uh, you know obviously in her, mm. in her in her life, the time came when she was able to recognize objectively mm. that not everything is is black, there was something mm. there were different colors there and, yeah. and and so so she was able to deal with that cognitive distortion and, and replace, um, replace it with some positive thoughts.
5: Hmm. Well, you always love to point out that we are multifaceted beings, David. Yeah, <laughs> so, I you do. know, we've got physical, social, mental and spiritual components that make us up. At the end of our show this morning, we're going to give some, uh, at the end of the show this morning, sorry, gives us some spiritual benefits of self-talk too. Okay, yes. So, you know, it's important to have that, I
6: I, I, I believe, I believe they are enormous, Adele. Uh, we, have all this, we have already said that according to the Bible, uh, there is a direct link between our behavior and our self-talk as the man thinks in his heart so he is our self-talk will either cause us to act as fools a fool said in his heart (laughs) you know or as wise Mm. uh, men and women Uh, but there is an added benefit the benefit of inner peace which is no doubt a very spiritual concept Uh, so where our conscious mind focuses or where it focuses will determine what kind of self-talk we will engage in. Uh, you know, our focus will determine how we talk to ourselves. Mm. Uh, we are instructed very clearly in the scripture what to focus on and, and this is uh, a verse that uh, I'm sure has been repeated in, the pla- in this place many times. Oh, but it's always good to share it. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there are is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things and uh, god is adele is the source of all these good virtues mm. and what's the consequence, consequence of focusing on god the bible says in isaiah 26 3 you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed in you, because he
5: trusts in you. That's a beautiful thing to finish on, David. I think it's a really beautiful reminder. Thank you so much for joining us, and a big thank you to our listeners for joining us on Faith FM this morning too.
6: Adele, it's always a great pleasure to be here with you and our listeners. Thank you.